0: Alright, alright, it's a beautiful Saturday morning, it's a beautiful Saturday morning and I'm sitting out here in the back and I'm drinking me a cup of that good black java sitting up here, um, talking with a great friend of mine, and um, it's Saturday, July 4th, Independence Day, and as I'm talking to this friend of mine, um, by the way, um, I introduce him, you know this is me, Z and um again good morning good morning good morning it's good a morning, beautiful day <laughs> yes it is and my brother james um over here once again good
1: morning good morning <laughs>
0: yes sir he's sitting out here man and enjoying the life that we're supposed to enjoy after a hard day's work yesterday you yes, know. Yes. <laughs> I don't know. We both up there in age. Well, I thank God for bringing us to to this point, you know. But I feel that work. How about you, James? You feel that physical activity?
1: Oh yes, definitely, definitely a physical physical body pain, but it's all well worth it.
0: Man, I think it's uh, man. It's a blessing and an honor the way me and this brother here um, came full circle and hooked up again. And if I ever if I ever knew anyone that is definitely an overcomer and a conqueror, um, this brother is definitely one I can relate to. Uh, the reason why I decided to um, ask him to do this podcast with me this morning, because uh, as you know from some of from some of the other episodes that um, I'm always talking about these people that's have prox- progress in their lives and these motivational speakers and these successful millionaires that, that have also taken their their journeys through life and even though some of us go through different journeys in life to get where we need to be in life there are some that never make it past that sticking point and some challenges are just bigger than others to keep it honest you know what i'm saying and um Right now, it's myself being delivered from the streets, the thugs, and the drugs, and all the other craziness and madness. I, 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 I feel my freedom today. I'm walking in my freedom. I'm walking in my blessings today, and I give all that praise, all that glory to God from delivering me from that mess that I once thought was a life. And so, you know, when when, when you give yourself to God, when you lay down all the shackles you become independent you become liberated you become free and that's what I want to talk about James I want to talk about what does that feel like for you today compared to the imprisonment of shackles or trajectories that led you in a direction of darkness and bondage and you know how do you feel this morning James with your freedom
1: I'm I'm feeling absolutely uh, spiritually lifted I also was come from the, the pits of, of, of Satan's grasp and the hell and the torture of, of the shackles of drugs and alcohol and streets and violence and all the things that come along with that. And this morning, I'm just sitting here free from all of that. I feel like I've been lifted, turned around, and pointed once again in the right direction. I've, I've made some attempts before in the past, but no, no stronger struggle than I'm struggling with now has been broken from you. That was the struggles of of the streets and and the chaos and and all those things that come about in society, in society's world today. But I just thank God today for being free, my my mind clear, no thoughts of of hostility, no thoughts of rebellion, uh, uh, no no further, no deep resentments towards others and just loving people the way they need to be loved. Although on a day-to-day, it, 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 I'm not going to say it, it can be a little challenging or difficult, but through the grace of God, I make it through every day. It's it's one of those things that um, has to be taken step by step. In my eyes, I mean, there's a purpose. There's a purpose for everyone in this world, and I feel that everyone must find their purpose. But that's something everyone must do on an individual basis. <clears throat> so I look at it as though God has put me in in, in this direction, around these people. For my, for me to find my purpose this time. There's no more, no more stumbles and bumbles. Of course, Satan still tries to play a role in my life. He's, he still tries to pull this way and that way. But as long as I don't look those to the right or to the left, and just look forward and look straight ahead, I feel that I will find my purpose in God and find my purpose in life. And as you were, as you were saying, there's definitely meaning for, meaning for people like me you and and, and others if we sit down and take the time to just sit still for a while and let god do his work
0: also quite a while man and i um just had the pleasure of finding out that your mother's not only a, a minister, but she's also uh, an accomplished author of the book. Uh, Have you ever lost a child, man? Which I've just started on, man, and it's already setting me on fire and giving me something to think about. As she speaks about our culture and the, the lives that are being lost every day in our culture, James. Um, and I just, just a little bit that I've read already, it, it, she's really touching where I've been looking at because. As we spoke earlier today, you know, death doesn't come when you're put in the ground, you know, just as relapse in, relapse in addiction doesn't happen the day that you decide to go back to drinking or in. It's something that happens long before you pick up that drink or that alcohol, that drug. You know, death happens long before um, you're placed in the ground, you know what I'm saying? Some people die before they even get a chance to live. And as I was just getting into that book, um, have you ever lost a child? Man, it just blew me away that somebody else was I seen the same perspective. And as a recovering alcoholic and drug addicts and thug addicts, we know that you know we were dying before we got a chance to live, and that you know what I'm saying. We speak about lit purpose, and I think that dying without giving a getting giving yourself a chance to live comes from like a purpose. But when I say what I said about your mother, man, and her uh, awesome divine perspectives on life and understanding, man, the struggles. Um, which I also know some of your relatives and I definitely know where she was coming from when she mentions her sister which is your auntie yes, in the in the yeah. book yeah. you know so what yeah. she's writing on I it's from the heart it's from the soul it's from experiencing and that's what this whole podcast thing is all about right now you know we don't want uh, we don't want you to hear. From somebody that's just wrote a book Or somebody that's just heard a sermon And this brother here, Brother James Is the reason why I asked him to do this podcast with me Because I know that he's a soldier And I know that, you know, that some of the things that he's experienced um, Most people would have been giving up by now And so again, man, it's good to see you, Brother, looking good here But I have a question for you Understanding that you come from a good background Yes. You know, yes. Um, beautiful, lovely background, um, a good upbringing. Uh, 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 how did you end up going to the direction of the graveyard, brother? How did you turn around and end up on a whole different path in life?
1: Well, to, to, to speak on my mother first, she's probably one of the people that I admire the most. Watching her determination as we as as we were raised, uh, for the most part, I can say that we had a, a really nice upbringing but there were there were things things in the shadows as children what we weren't aware of that were going on in the household. Uh, My mother she's very driven very determined woman and after her her and my father's separation things just became real ugly for us in life and that's that's where I believe my mother's struggle really came in but as most African American women. They are driven, and they are strong, and they refuse to give yeah, up.
0: true that, amen, they true will that. And they'll
1: definitely let you know to just hold on, son, or hold on, child, because things will get better, and mother's gonna see them through. And unfortunately, within our households, a lot of African-American men are not in them anymore. So it's up to the mother to play the role as mother and father, which is a sad story. But thank God that our African-American uh, sisters are as strong as they are, and can carry and bear that role. And, and and along those, along those lines as as I gotten a little older, just to to, to put it in perspective a little bit, uh, it was it was all upon me, you know, venturing out, veering out, uh, being disobedient towards my mother after I got a certain age and felt like I I was grown, quote unquote, a man. You know, I had to I had to venture out and try to find my own way. And it's unfortunate that my way and my direction was the direction of the streets. Looking for something, trying to find myself in something, and I found myself found myself falling into the pits of hell, if I could say it so bluntly like that. Uh, and after getting entangled in that, all, all that and all those things that, 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 that come along with that, the mother's love was never lost. She still remained there as the mother. She still remained there as my supporter and still remain and to, to this day as the one <clears throat> who cares and loves and nurtures me even at my age. So I could go into detail about what, what really happened, but she, to, 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 to some, some, some regret, I just don't even realize what happened to myself. I mean, it's like, a, it's slightly like a blur because so many years have passed and so much time was lost in and out of prison cells, in and out of jail cells, in and out of the thresholds of the streets, in and out of drug and alcohol addiction. There is no, there is no real, no real answer that I can give you that just kind of sums it all up. All I know is I got lost and I got lost in the circle of madness. I was lost in the circle of just, just the pits of hell and, we, and, uh, and, and
0: but, that's exactly what it is to, hell yeah exactly exactly, exactly,
1: exactly what Own it turns out to be and, and if I can do or say anything that could change a person's mind change anybody's mind about what they're getting involved in that that is one of my sole purposes of today because I've, I've touched it I have felt it I've lived it I've seen it and I think that's what my mother was expressing in her book I haven't had the opportunity to completely read it all the way through and mother, it I'm is
0: very new, it's very fresh. fresh. Again, the name of it is uh, Have You I Ever Lost a Child? A child?
1: Yeah. And I, mother, I, I will finish the book. <laughs> i just been working and, and doing some things, but I know my mother and I know where her heart comes from because I remember days when she was making an attempt to start writing a book many years ago and things kept coming up where, you know, she had six children, so things were busy. You know, and she's just determined and driven and never stopped. You know, that's one of my motivating factors. I speak to her every morning, and and you just get blessings from her, blessings from everything that's going on around her, and it's just it's just so nice to see someone to finally accomplish something they set their mind to doing. So that lets me know that anything is possible, no matter what you go through.
0: And that's the thing, uh, we man, that's the thing we do have in common. You know, as we most of us that come up during the era that we come up with, and we didn't see a lot of father figures in the place where they should be. at, at myself, you know, lost my father at such age of seven months, and. I saw what strength was through my mother and waking up every morning, um, uh, multiple surgeries, waking up every morning to face another day of complete pain, but yet still making her way to the kitchen to get us breakfast for school and get us dressed and get our clothes ironed and get us out there. And I think that was one of the things, you know, that right now today that I look at her and see the strength in her and it makes me stronger today but as a child growing up seeing such pain in in, in the one that you love and and, and yet still she doesn't get up, give up yet still she's always been that strong figure right and exactly. you know um I, like i said a few minutes ago i'm sore just from the workout yesterday we did and you know um just to earn a living put a few dollars in my pocket to meet the needs of myself and my kids and Here's here's this black woman that I call mom today and she had already set that pace for us. Um, When you say purpose, as you look back at your life and you look back at the strength of your mother, yet you look back at the the bad decisions you made contrary to that example that was set for you by your mother. um, What is it now what is it now? Because evidently, we both had that strong mother figure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yet still, we decided to go different directions. What do you think, if there was a strong black male figure in your life, do you think maybe you'd have made different choices?
1: I, I do believe so, because like I said, early, early up until my early teens, is my mother and father were, were together, and it was, a, it was just, the house was structured. There was there was the, the, the strong hand and the soft heart all at the same time. You know, the father with the strong hand, the mother with the soft heart. And after, balance. After that, yeah, the, the balance. And after that was separated. Um, I don't I don't exactly know, but then there was a chance for me the the opportunity to rebel. Now the strong hand was gone, so now there's room. Now 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 there's room in the house for me. To, to, to act out. Now there's room in the house for me to stay out later. Now there's room in the house for me to do what I want to do because there's other siblings mother has to take care of. Not to say that she didn't worry and love me, but to some ex- some extent she, she had to focus on who was in the house, who she had to care for, and, and just pray that I would be safe. And, and I do believe just by watching the strength of my mother and knowing that that. The, the love the love was there the love is the love is still there but it was all on me it was all on me you know it wasn't it wasn't anything that my mother was doing wrong or anything that she neglected to do or, or neglected neglected me or any type of physical abuse or drug abuse or anything like that she was a very well-rounded woman it's just it's just the fact that it's just life I just I can't really explain it. But it happened, and it's, and it's unfortunate that it did. Coming from the, from, from my uh, upbringing like I did, but I just I, I put a lot of emphasis on once that once that balance was broke, and I felt a little wind up under my sail. I just began to soar. As you
0: say, when we's coming up, you started smelling yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly, yeah. exactly.
1: Yeah. You know, got my first little girlfriend and things like that, and then after that, it's just off and running. But had that balance been there with the strong hand to say, look here. Uh, Look here, son. These, you know, these are the things you're going to go through as a young man with your first love, and this and that, and this and that. Where that was lost, you know, that's not that's not a mother's job for her to 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 tell her sons that to sit down, and have her conversations with that. I know a lot of people say uh, your mother is your father and your mother, but that's I don't I don't believe in that at all because there's a complete difference in and and the male and the female that's why we were built the way that we were built for that specific there's a difference exactly yeah to sit down with this child because yeah we're going to receive it because we know somebody who's already experienced it, experienced things in that area as the rite of area. passage
0: as yeah. a young male coming up as in it. america yes yeah.
1: and that's that's where i think a lot of our youth are, are used our are lost because they feel like today a rite of passage is going to prison Yes. you know all of a sudden now they're now they're a man they've been to jail and now now they're men
0: and that's something that's been into in our culture for a very long time because I'm um, coming up on the streets of New Orleans and coming up in Chicago as a young kid as well um, you know, everyone in my neighborhood has been been to prison already, you know, they experienced that. And if you could go to prison and you come out of prison and you can still say that you're a man that had been untampered with, then you know you done been to the jungle, you know what I'm saying? You done been to the rock and back and you, you've proven your your maleness your manhood by your machoism or your ability to survive in abnormal conditions and so uh, even back then the rite of passage was not adhered by the spiritual or psychological or emotional matureness or attributes, but upon what I can prove from the physical perspective. But you and I today know that it's more to being a man than just the physical endowments that Every every male child is born with, right, you know, right, it's. Right. But as you said earlier, having another male figure with those attributes to help develop those natural attributes that were already in us. Um, without that that male figure uh, role model mentor we begin to look at the obvious of a man. Right, and that's right. what we developed, right. the obvious, because there was no other male figure to see the obvious and how right. we reacted and reflected to the obvious and say, well, hey, hold on, let me tell you about this obvious because there's more to this than the obvious. Right. And so i like yourself, um, myself, um, and that's something one day hopefully that we can really get down together, man, and talk about. Um, what makes a man a man, and you know, um, God bless our beautiful, lovely, strong black mother figures and that's out here doing the best that they can. Yeah. Um, but the importance of also understanding that we, as men and young men that's coming up, the importance of uh, having that role model that male role model to kind of help us iron out things because you know in fact there are things that you would talk to your father about that you just don't might not feel comfortable talking to exactly. your mother about exactly. and him being a father he can look at you and even tell uh, oh, yeah. what's going oh, yeah. on definitely,
1: you know definitely definitely could be able to point it out and it's in it and it's a sad thing that I don't know if it's necessarily a sad thing but young men feel like their manhood starts at 18. And that and that's such a myth. That's such a myth because there's a lot of 50 year old kids running around here, 30 and 40 yes. year old uh, uh, males who have not yet determined what being a man is truly about. It, it, it's a complex, it's a complex uh, 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 circle of a whole lot of different things, you know, like dependability, morals, integrity, you know, and all these other things that come with that with, with being a man, versus just being a certain age, and that's where a lot of a lot of a lot of males get that confusing. And, and me myself, I mean, at a young age, I my first thing was I'm a man. I'm a man. I'm 18. I can do this. I can do that. I'm, I can do this.
0: So at that time, let me ask you this here, my brother. At that time, uh, what were the things that brought you to the inference that okay, now I am a man, according to your mentality? and your environment then?
1: Oh, it's just the simple fact that, that I can stay out late like I am. I got a girlfriend, you know. I'm hanging out on the streets with older guys, and, you know, it's it, it's just it, it's just this whole, this whole, whole untruth about being a man. You're out on the streets, and you say, okay, well, I, I guess I must be a man. I'm hanging out late. I guess I must be a man. I'm talking back. You know, I, I'm a man. You know, I don't. I don't need nobody to tell me this. I don't need nobody to tell me that. You know, that no more, no more, no more whippings. No more, no this. No more, none of that. So you, you get to the feeling where you're thinking the mind says, okay, I must be a man now. You know, I'm drinking and hanging out late. I'm doing what the up uh, when I see other older men doing. So I figure I must be a man now.
0: That's a good point. You
1: know, so it, it, it is it, it's, it's all in. It's, I don't know. It's just, it's our society as African-Americans, you know, and that's the only thing I'm going to speak on because that's the only that's the only thing I'm knowledgeable of because Caucasians, I don't, I don't, I'm not one, so I can't speak on one. Well,
0: where did you come up? What are you speaking of? Was, you, was your neighborhood like a mixed neighborhood? Did you it, come it, up in? In uh, the
1: beginning, we were basically lived in a, it was a mixed neighborhood, and then we went to a, a predominantly African-American neighborhood, and then it, it went to the projects and this and that like I said after the after the balance was broken in the household and it, it's just my mother now so she couldn't afford things when 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 her like when her and my father were together. surely
0: that must have had some type of effect on you just oh, yeah. that alone oh, taking yeah. a step down to uh, oh, yeah. your uh, well, you know living we, patterns all of a
1: sudden now the lights are turned off the water's turned off um, or there's not enough food in the kitchen or all these things, we can't get this new thing or that new thing, and we're moving time to time to time to time, and it had a grave effect. I never really looked at it at the time, but I think that's when, that's at the point where I really started to rebuild, because I'm not used to living Live in a certain way, I'm used to living a different type mm-hmm. of
0: way. So you felt like it was time that you make your own mark, your had, own moves yeah, without had, any idea of what that really
1: consisted right, of. Right, right. So I had to I ventured off, and you're absolutely correct with that. I had ventured off because I needed to find something, something to, to deal with I'm gonna say hurt, because it was a lot mm-hmm. a lot of hurt and a lot of pain. It wasn't intentionally inflicted, but it it, it happened. The hurts of life, the pains, yeah, of, the life. pains of life. You, know, but I, you but weren't
0: I, prepared for those. No one ever told you about right. those.
1: And I do give my mother the utmost respect for just being strong and just continuing on. And, and and feel and feel really bad about the way I act as I get older and I gain a different perspective of things. But a mother's love never changes. Never
0: changes. Never that's changes. that's for sure.
1: And a lot of times I'll go to apologize to my mother and she'll say, don't worry about it. Sometimes I, love, I
0: look at my mom and wonder
1: yeah. how
0: be honest with you, the closest thing to agape love I've ever witnessed or ever known and there is no other love so close to the love of God and so unconditional as a mother's love. Sometimes I look at my mother today and I see as she's growing older, she has never stopped loving me and just as I look at God sometimes and wonder, how can you still love me after all that I've done? How can you still love this mess? And I look at my mother, man, and her eyes are so full of love, man, that, yeah. that it just overwhelms me and I wonder sometimes all the things I've done to let you down all the things the times that i fell in short right, and right. yet still mom you still love me just as much as the day that you first held yeah. me in your arms and you that's, that's
1: kind of phenomenal to me because i agree with you 100 percent. because all the things that i've taken my mother through all the pain and worry and i remember one time uh i was my second time going to prison my mother said well at least i know where you're at now i don't have to worry you know that's yeah. probably one of the saddest, hardest things I've ever heard. I never even expected her to say anything like that. But when we're in the throes of the streets, the throes of addiction, we're 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 very self-centered. It's it, it's nothing about nobody else, nobody's feelings. It's just completely about us and our disease. And and we have a tendency to forget those who care about us and love us and know that they still do worry. That's why I can sit here today with a smile on my face, knowing my mother is. Is happy, she's peaceful, I'm, my life is good, and that's all that matters. For
0: and her. I was gonna say, um, I'm that sure that you know, our mothers are sleeping well at night to just knowing that you know, God has got you on the right path, that you're not living the destructive lifestyle that we were living back in the past. And today, you know, that they can lay down and sleep with peace, sleep in peace, wake up in the morning, um, just looking forward to. Um, um, hearing our voices and knowing that right, right, everything right. is okay, um, yeah. you know, and that there is, um, that there is just a, a whole another purpose, a whole another reason. Speaking of purpose, um, brother James, something um, you said earlier about um, having a purpose and um, fulfilling that purpose, or identifying that purpose, and I know that sometimes we're still on the. On the road to discovering the fulfillment of that purpose uh, what do you see your purpose up because I know for a fact that God has brought you to a lot I know for a fact that like myself you're one of the brothers that many said that was going to see an early grave um, but thank God for the prayers of our mothers and those other believers that they are modern with uh, what do you see your possible purpose from this point on? Because I know you're a very hard worker, so I know one of your purposes is always to (laughs) to get to somebody's job and put some money in your pocket. But we've had money before. We have a lot lot of material things in our past um, and threw them them away. But so outside that fact that, you know, the word says that a man should earn a living by the sweat of his brow. And we got our sweat in yesterday. Believe it was a hot day. Yeah, but I want to go a step beyond that, brother. Uh, as your purpose, as you will continue to build the kingdom that God has in store for you, um, what do you see him
1: leading you right now? And, and I think you said that. I think you said that best. I'm still I'm still in the process of discovering discovering the purpose i i can say for right now my purpose is is stopping and talking and giving somebody words of encouragement you know because coming from where i come from and seeing and seeing how my life is turning around on a day-to-day basis it just brings me joy and i want other people to know that even though things seem hard life seems all beat up or what's going on in society now, that, that, that there is still joy in life. You know, there is still direction. You still can do what you determine to do, you know, and, and just and, and just use me as an example, you know. So that's that's my structure right now, It's just to maintain where I'm at, you know, and just let people know that I've seen, that I know from the past, or that somebody I may meet on the streets. say, hey, it's not that bad. The sun will come up tomorrow, as long as you keep pushing. And it's something that my pastor says, no matter what goes on, just keep it moving. Keep it moving. Keep it moving, because if the direction that you're moving in is not moving you, well, then evidently you're going the wrong way. So
0: with that said, as we bring the podcast to a close, brother, um, from your perspective at that point, um, for the young black males that's coming up today, and a lot of times, you know, people like to point fingers at the, at our young black males and the lifestyle that they're living on uh, the dress codes even and I don't agree with a lot of stuff that they're doing um, today but I cannot sit here and point fingers because I be tr- be truly honest with you it wasn't it's it's our, it's our generation and the generation before for them that actually dropped the ball because you know we didn't have that father figure in our lives And so they dropped the ball, you know, and we took our own paths and in the process of doing that unintentionally, we look back and realize that, you know, we also dropped the ball, you know, um, today in attempts to make a change and be that, um, role model, be that support system for our young black males growing up, um, as young Kings and what, what what advice would you share with uh, younger James in these
1: times for one for starters I, I just I like to point out that just, I believe I believe what you're saying is absolutely true because we can't blame our young our young African American males for what they're going through now, don't get me wrong there's some of them are just just there's just bad in everybody, in every in, in every walk of life. There's bad, not yes. in everybody, but in every walk of life there's bad. So there's going to be some good and some bad, and hopefully we can take take some of the good and put it on the bad and turn the bad to good. That is that is one of my sole purposes of that, you know. But I just got to reiterate it, just a few words just about keep it moving, you know. Life life is what it life is dealt us all. Not a bad hand, but maybe not the hand that we thought it would, but when we try to look out and we try to look for another hand, that hand may be looking for. So they always say, be careful what you ask for because you just might get it, you know. So when you're asking for something, make sure you're getting exactly what you need in life, not what you want. I, I take that back, your needs and your wants, but just make sure you get it from the right place. You know, and with that, yeah. Easy come, easy go. Easy go, yeah. So, and, and with that, I just say uh, God bless, and uh, talk to you later on the next podcast.
0: Okay, before I let you off the hook that easy this morning, brother, uh, one other question that I okay. definitely would ask, um, um, again, a lot of regards to your mother and my mother and all the black queens of, of our nation that's raising children as individual parents, um, single mothers. Um, what is there any type of um, advice through your experience as being that rebellious child or being that loving son um, is there any type of words of encouragement that you are, would like to say to our sisters, our mothers out there that's doing the best they can um, that's not seeing the results that they feel they should be seeing um, as they continue to attempt to play mother and father as you said um is there anything you just would like to say to those black queens out there this
1: i would i would first like to, to, to reiterate that word again keep it moving because the simple fact is that that, that we have we have uh, strength within us inside of us that we never even tap into and the, i feel the, di- the deeper that you dig the more strength you'll find out that you have and if you look around in your position today in life you can find it if you look back you say wow i made it through that you know then and that's that strength and as african-american women they have a strength beyond their strength because if you look at that most a large portion which is sad of african-american households, the mother who's the head of the house and if that's not strength if that's if that's not an ability to keep it moving on a day-to-day basis feeding your children Clothing their children, taking their kids to the schools, to doctors, and all these other things that go along with life and, and being a mother, and you're doing it by yourself. You may not have a car. You may be on the bus. You may have three or four children, one in a one in a, a in a, a buggy, the ba- baby buggies, and putting them on the buses. The kids are crying, you know? that's strict. that that is that is the determination of keeping moving, and that is the that that is the distinctive thing that I feel our African American queens mothers, sisters, whatever, whomever it may be, they should look at it. And then they can, they can actually sit back and smile because they're making it through. They're, they are making it through. It's just that strength. And with them, I would just encourage them to just stay in prayer and just to continue to keep it moving.
0: Okay, one last thing. We have the mothers there, um, encouragement. Um, do not quit, do not give up. You're doing a great job. We know that it's hard. Um, as for our kings, our black kings in today's society living up under the the situations that we're living under, I think the perils make life seem hopeless sometimes. Um, as a young black brother today trying to make it, or even as a, someone who has outlive what we would say the, the, the young youth what uh, just black men in general as we face this tr- trials and tribulations placed upon the black man by the bureaucratic laws in this government by the system um, systematic racism that we face, um, all the stuff that's going on around us in the economy. Um, do you have any suggestions or would you, uh, uh, what would you say to black men living in the, the, uh, type of economy and bureaucratic law system and stuff that we're facing today as challenges? um, to pick the to, 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 to pick yourself up to go to a higher level to achieve your destiny. What do you see we as uh, black men need to focus on today?
1: First of all, for me it's it's it's, it's quit blaming. You know, quit blaming. It, you know, that that is one thing as African American that we 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 have a tendency to blame. Our past, or blame nightmare, or blame this, or blame that for what's going on, or blame. If if I I found once I start blaming and start accepting and keep and move on past it, things begin to lighten up a lot more. Don't ever sell yourself short like you're not capable, you're not able. There's no way the white man. this if you just set your sights on something, just hey man, one thing at a that. time. Set your sights yeah. on one thing at a time. Yeah. And if it doesn't work out, never consider the word failure. Just say, oh, that didn't work for me. And move on to the next. But just put your efforts forth, forth and foremost. I know as we, we have a tendency to carry, carry a lot as African African-American men. You know, we, we have some things on our shoulders and on our and on our backs. And we feel like this is what I'm supposed to be doing. This is where I should be at. Well, sometimes you're at where you're at because you need to be right where you're at. Because it opens up a more insight. But if you if you refuse to move past it, if you continue to blame or continue to accept where society has put you, then I don't. There's there's no progress being made. It's it's self determination, self determination, and self preservation is definitely a must. Self preservation. I mean, I mean, as far as as far as, as making it through as African American men, you know, we already know that we have these hurdles we got to get over. But they don't get any, the hurdles don't get any lower if we keep on digging in deeper, you know, because we get out in the streets and we want to do this and we want to do that. And then we want to blame people for, for what's going on. No, we have to take a look at ourselves and see where we're at and what we're doing. And and I, I guess to sum it all up, is just stop blaming. Stop blaming. Let the past be the past and just continue to move around.
0: You know, I, I definitely agree with you 100 percent on that. Um... Bill Gates once said um, when he first started making his fortune in Microsoft and they asked him if you had any advice to give young entrepreneurs or uh, business people, um, what would that one piece of advice be? And Bill Gates' answer to that question was that it's not fair. Get over it. And we can definitely say that in a situation of a black man growing up or living in America. It's definitely a lot of unfair situations and definitely, as we see now, unjust situations that we must face as a black people. Um, But also, we know that I totally agree with you. Basically, what you're saying is that take our eyes off the storm, take our eyes off the problems because they're going to always be there. But focus more on a solution for every problem. There is a solution and we are that solution. Right. So, Matt again, bro, um, hopefully we can get together again and do another podcast um, from the hood, from the perspectives of the black man coming up in with these unjust scales as uh, adversities to us, but uh, I also know that God gives his greatest challenges to his, greater warri- his greatest warriors, and we are definitely a uh, people uh, capable of facing these challenges. We've been doing it for hundreds of hundreds of years, and we are still standing. Still you know? So all praise be to God again, man. Um, I'm enjoying that book by your mother, Linda Stampley. Um, have you ever lost a child? Um, I think that's something that every black person anybody a white person um anybody that's suffering a loss of their children and not necessarily a physical death but an emotional and mental death um that is a great book to read um again thank you brother james man Um, thank you for uh, having me my pleasure man my pleasure bro Again, I I know you personally, and I know what you've overcame. I know what you've been through. You're surely a soldier of God, and He does have a purpose here because uh, for you. Because if He didn't, you should have been long gone, as myself. So again, man, stay blessed, bro. Stay prosperous, and you guys stay in tune. Peace out.